This is the pastor and the guy next door, podcast number 73. Good evening, I'm your host, Pastor Simon Chapel, and the other handsome fellow is my next door neighbor, Bill Wall. A nice flame tonight. Good evening, Dude. folks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Welcome. It's we, we're, December we're started. 2020. As you heard the pastor, he was rambling on in his pastor tone. <laughs> well, it's because I didn't get to preach this morning, so I still got plenty of words left in me. A lot me. of wind in you. <laughs> it wasn't how I was going to phrase it, Bill, but. Uh... Well, you know, here in the Midwest, we, we call it as we see it. First thing I want to do is. <laughs> Make a shout out to my old college buddy, Jim McHugh. We used to call him Jungle. He uh, texted me back in October when I was at ah. my sister-in-law's and we were going back and forth about uh, the pastor and the guy next door. And he says he's got an addicted. Well, Jungle, welcome to the Midwest. I know you spent a little time in Lake Geneva, but you know what? It's, it's about the same here in Dodgeville, nice and relaxing. Uh, the campfire going on December, what is it, the 6th today? You know, you get retired. You... It is. It is okay. the 6th. I know it's Sunday, you know, and Saturday, Saturday, and then Monday comes along, and it's Monday, Saturday, and Tuesday, Saturday, and Wednesday, Saturday, <laughs> Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, and then Sunday is Sunday. Yes. I also knew that it was Sunday. And you didn't have to preach. And I didn't have to preach, but it's still a busy day because then I had to, uh, I was running the AV system at the church and recording my father-in-law when he uh, he preached for us and then I had to he ran along which threw <laughs> so the amusing thing is he and uh, another member of the congregation uh, had been teasing me about that there needed to be a, tw- a 29 minute limitation on preaching oh so he went over it he preached almost an hour uh-oh, you need someone in the background to be doing the wheel, like, you know, the hand wheel. Yeah. Pick up the pace, let's go. Uh, oh, he, he did He did such a good job. He was he was definitely ministering, but he he had plenty of wind in him this morning, if you want to phrase it that way. Well, how long does, how often does he preach? Um, that varies. Uh, uh, last couple of months he preached three or four times okay well he had it built up in him then and then he hadn't preached for a month and before that he had a couple of months between preachings so it varies but uh, now he's, he's a, a bible school graduate and uh, a, and, and is loved and appreciated by the the congregation so every so often he's like yeah i got a i got a thought let me uh let me preach a go. All right, bring but it. You'll happily bring step it. aside. Yeah, we we have very different styles, uh, but he's he's a, a good preacher. He's he's old school, uh, but very very good. I'm not that new school. So I'm kind of quasi old school. But, Traditional. Uh, yes. Yeah. So he went to the Bible school that our organization has up in Saint Paul, Minnesota, 
Okay. Apostolic Bible Institute or ABI as everyone refers to. Was that it. like in like downtown or the suburbs or uh suburbs? I don't remember exactly. I know he he tells a lot of stories about one department store he used to work at and I can't remember for the life of me the name of it. Um, he would they they had a lot of uh, Bible somehow they the Bible school had some kind of connection to this really quite fancy multi-level store it was it was it was a nice one and quite a few of the students worked there okay and they would they would do um late even basically kind of very late second shift type stuff and they would they would work late into the late into the night uh stocking or cleaning and it, you know all the things that you do after a store closes right well when I was working at Grandpa's store through my high school, college, and post-college career, we did that during the day. I mean, we just kept on moving the, to keep inventory at the level. We didn't like more than one or two of the same item out. Okay. So we just kept on replenishing inventory all the time. We had little code numbers on each ticket that uh, we knew where they were, what it meant. And where it went on the floor, but yes. granted, it was only a one-level store, but you know, substantially large for the Perdichin area. Yep. So I also worked as a an evening warehouseman at a supermarket in, in England back when I was at uh, in college. So, uh, yeah, I I understand the whole rotating stock out and keeping shelves filled. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this time of year. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's interesting. Uh, I'm sure the jury is still out whether this is going to be a good year, a bad year, an ugly year. Um, you know, I can speak Christmases of, of past. People, when I first moved to Dodge Hill, or and even prior to, people loved to come in and look at things and try things on and uh, have you put them together and pick them out. Uh, they would single me out because I was in high school. What is the high school kid wearing? Would you wear this? And then, you know, of course, college. Um, for younger people, they, they, they like the input of myself if they're buying somebody for young. Plus, hmm. a huge benefit was free gift wrapping. In fact, uh, and our Christmas tree, you know, is, is up, and I do have, we have three gifts under the tree, and they're all for Lisa, and I've wrapped them all myself, so I still have the touch. Ah, very good. In fact, I could probably open up a gift wrapping. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. I could have a seminar in gift wrapping. Oh, okay. How do you uh, measure out the paper? use the tape properly you know some people think they need three or four inches of tape well you don't need three or four inches of tape to hold the edges of paper together it's just like <laughs> one little inch you put it down it's not going to go anywhere <laughs> it depends whether you have inquisitive children that might well yeah, that's a very true but then again they wouldn't be wrapping adult sweatshirts true but they, they may be trying to investigate the present to see what it is and yeah well, that's true. But if you shake it, chances are they know it's closed. 
But then there's high school kids too that, yeah. hey, did I get this pair of jeans or this one sweatshirt I wanted? True. There, there are some, there are some gifts that are. It's very easy to wrap them in a way that it's not obvious what they are. Of right. course, we are old enough that we remember the challenge of trying to describe, uh, trying to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, disguise a 12-inch record, an album. How how do you? Uh, my parents never did that. How do you wrap one of those so it doesn't look like a record? You know it's a record, but you don't know which one it is. Yeah, yes, yes, but yes, there's, there's nothing else that's that flat and exactly twelve inches by twelve inches. I remember getting the album <laughs> "Meet the Beatles" in 1964 for Christmas. And then there was the Dave, Dave Clark Five, "Meet the Beatles," "Animals," "Turtles." All kinds of animals and insects came over from England then. Except Freddy and the Dreamers. Right. The Rolling Stones. That's not very animalish. No. Maybe in their, some of their behavior, but not, uh, well, yeah, not the true. name of the group. Uh, yeah. Of course, CDs then replaced... Uh, 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 before that were eight tracks. Well, the, you, know, you know, I'm not saying they didn't make it to England, but I never saw an eight track in England. No kidding. How about cassettes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Regular. Regular little cassettes that cassettes. you used the pencil if, if oh, yeah. it got yep. caught yeah. in the uh, the recorder. Yes. those. So we had we had records and tape uh, and. Uh, now you just download it. it the VCR uh, tapes. Oh, yeah. and. Yep. I have a. VCR, is it a VCR? No, it's a CD of uh, Paul McCartney and the Wings, and Wings, their uh, uh, concerts. Okay. So I bet you haven't even shot, started your Christmas shopping. Um, I think we've we got most of what we're going to get for Peter. Um. Emily needs a fancy pooter desk. She's picked it out. She's just going to tell us what it is so we can actually buy it. Ah. Um, not sure what we're getting, Kate. And my Christmas gift, I, I ordered it myself. <laughs> so that way you don't, you get what you want. And I, and I know that it's, it's on the way. Uh, it hasn't arrived yet. It was supposed to arrive... According to the USPS, so I'll throw with the that out the window. With, with the the tracking, I said, "Oh, sure, send me send me emails to keep me updated." I just thought that was fun because I'm geeky like that. Yeah. And so they uh, they spent all week telling me it was going to arrive on Friday by 8 p.m. So apparently, it like left, 48 hours ago. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. This past Friday, so okay. uh, dear listener, we are recording this on uh, Sunday. Sunday evening. And the Packers, I believe, won. They intercepted it with at uh, like a minute and fifty some seconds left. They tried to give the game away. Those guys. That, I so didn't generous. mean to interrupt your thought, but this is uh, what's, what's happening. Or it has has happened. I got plenty of words. I'll interrupt you. Oh yeah, you do have a lot of words. <laughs> you didn't preach today. <laughs> but what a beautiful night, huh? It is. 
you're trying to distract me. So, so this uh, this gift, which I know what it is, so I I don't know why I'm not telling you. But anyway, uh, it, it's a, it's a heavy heavier weight hoodie than the one that I normally wear. Okay. Uh, from the the same uh, merch for the Jocko podcast. So, uh, so maybe we need to look into getting our own line of merch. We could do that. You you did have some hats made, but they didn't fit me very well, or I'd wear it more often. Well, that's because it, occasionally your head gets a little bit swollen. Oh, that's so much awesomeness to keep in it. I know it. Yeah. I know it. Anyway, so this uh, so this past week, the USPS spent all week assuring me that this item was going to arrive by 9 p.m. on Friday. Hmm. Well, I get up on Saturday morning look outside no package check my email it left the Oshkosh depot at 1:18 a.m. that morning so like yeah you know, there was no chance oh, of Friday morning yeah. no Saturday morning well, Saturday morning it, it left yeah, yeah and so and I haven't had an update since so presumably it's sitting on a truck somewhere waiting to be unloaded first thing on Monday morning and then I'll I'll get an email go oh you're your item is in Dodgeville now. So I don't know where the truck, somewhere between Oshkosh and here, the yep. truck took a nap because it hasn't actually <clears throat> hit a, uh, oh, that's the first uh, satellite of the evening going up and to the left, see? The blinking thing? That's a plane. No, it, it, up and to the left of the blinking thing. Up and to the left, I don't see it. More, more up than left now. Well, it's there I must anyway. be blind as a bat tonight. Uh, well, and it's good fool everybody to say, "Oh, there it is," but I can't. I'm not going to do that. Okay, thank you for oh, being I honest. Oh, I do see it. I do see it now. Okay, it's very faint. Uh, yeah, very faint. But it is moving. So. Okay. So anyway. Yeah. So. Back to our real discussion. Yeah, so hopefully at some point on Monday they will deliver aforementioned item. And then there'll be the uh, contention between myself and my wife. It's like, well, I know what it is and it's here. Do you really need to scurry it away and wrap it up for Christmas morning? And she, I know she's going to say yes. So Of course she will. And you'll say, okay. <laughs> I'm at the point of life, if I don't get what I want for Christmas, I'm just going to go out and buy it. One more, almost directly above us, moving to the left. Oh, you do have good eyes. Well, I'm cheating and wearing my glasses right now, but yes. Oh, there it is. Okay. Two satellites for the evening. That's good. Yeah, two zip for the pastor. Yeah. Guy next door, zero. Pastor, two. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it on. I've got the magic this evening. You do. That's because you didn't preach today. You're yeah. You're pooped out. But you do have to drive bus tomorrow. Oh, I do. Oh, I things do. So never my... change with the kids, do they? Yeah, pretty much not. <laughs> the, so, uh, the names of the groups on the front of their T-shirts change, but everything else doesn't. Well, that's, yeah. 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 Brand names and whatever. Actually, you don't get to see their t- This time of year, they're bundled up, so I don't know what it says on their T-shirts. But, uh, no, I, I missed them. Uh, I, I have... I have a good crew uh, of, of students on my bus, and I, and I have missed them. Uh, Even the ones that you write up? Well, you know, this year they've been very good. Uh, I have done very little writing up this year. 
Uh, part of it could just be that they're used to me now, and so they, they do tend to listen to me better. Yeah. Um, so were you the new guy before, at the beginning well, of the Well, this is, this is my third year of driving school bus. But for this route, for these oh, kids? Um, not for the morning one. So I drive purple in the morning and yellow in the afternoon. Okay. Purple, I have been driving... Uh, I drove purple in the morning all last year. Uh, I drove purple in the afternoon for most of the previous year. So I've got a I've, I've had a lot of bus time with with those students so they they've got used to me. The the yellow the after, the yellow route that I drive in the afternoon because uh, we got another driver that only wants to drive purple and only in the afternoon. Um, and I like yeah, that's fine. I don't mind. Uh, well, is this an older retired person? Uh, well, I don't know. I call Brad older. <laughs> I'm going to have to tease him about that now. I don't know. Would you uh, call me older? Uh, no, of course I wouldn't, Bill. You're being kind. You've been pissing the Blarney Stone again. <laughs> Oh, maybe a little bit. A little bit. I'd say quite a bit. See, there you, you're getting kind of saucy. We had a nun teach us back in, I think I was in eighth grade, and her name was Sister Cachetine. Oh, my. And, yeah, Cachetine. I figure out, I don't even know what that means. Cachetine, I mean, catch a teen. Maybe. Catch a teenager. I don't know. Anyway, she would come up with, you know, if somebody was a little bit. Uh, energetic in their vocabulary, we'll say. She would say, oh, you're a saucy bit of goods. <laughs> yes, yeah, I suppose. But that was a Christmas of the past. And we're yes. talking Christmas of the present. Actually, maybe the future and trying to get packages here on time. Well, that's true. Yes, my uh, my package was supposed to be in the past, the arrival thereof, but it it's not even it's, in the present, it's, it's so now, it's got to be the future. It's now in the future, yeah. quite so. Um, so, yeah. So I'll look forward to being allowed to wear that after the 25th. <laughs> there you go. But fortunately, you know, the weather's been really good. I mean, we don't have any snow. I am hoping for snow by Christmas. but You know what? It's been sunny, and the daytime temperatures have been above freezing, so it's yes. been lovely. Oh, we still have a little snow right over there uh, in the corner of the, of the deck. No You're, sun at all gets that. That... That patch always takes forever to go. Well, that's because I always shovel the deck off. Yes. I like to have my deck open during the winter because I grill on it, number one. And number two, once in a while, I just like to put on my heavy coat and pace and walk and look at stars, light the tiki lamps, and have a beer. Sure. Or two. And it's probably... Uh, you, you probably don't get enough snow in there to be heavy, but... If it's oh, if, if it, it does snows twelve inches, I get twelve inches on it. Well, right, but if you, but I mean, it, depending on the snow, it's probably not that heavy, so it wouldn't damage the deck. But in terms of just the weight, but the freeze thaw effect might damage the the wood. Yeah, it, you know, it'll turn to ice and then freeze and yep. swell. The ice will swell and then it'll melt and swell more. Plus, you know, we have the two two doors in the back and. Um, one in the center of the house and one on the west side of the house that I just like to keep open just in case for fires as yeah. an escape. Yep. Now, the first year we had our patio, our new patio. Uh, I think this is our third 
season with the patio. My wife was out there. Uh, she would shovel off the patio um, every time it snowed. And I I was like, nah, it's back in the house. I don't do it. <laughs> but, Boy, I but tell she, you what, uh, talk about shoveling. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I got my again. I have my driveway put in so that kind gentleman next door to me that guy, yeah. is going to enjoy the brand new concrete. Yeah. Smooth, no bumps. Did you put in your, uh, are you going to put in snow poles so I know where to? You'll get yeah. it all figured out. Okay, all right. So that means no, then. <laughs> right. I, I, I got my snow poles in. Yeah, but you, the retaining walls were where the concrete ends. Yes, that, that will help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say something else smart about, you know, oh, I know. You would never do that, would you? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah this this whole delivery stuff. Uh, <laughs> the Dodgeville UPS Depot, not Depot, Depot. Shoots out sixty some trucks a day. They have two waves, thirty some, like at eight o'clock, and then they bring in another thirty. They're renting U-hauls. They're using private vehicles, which just shows you how much online shopping is being done. And I knew that was coming up because right. I saw percentages increasing and increasing. Yes, and then this year is giving it a big boost. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I feel sorry for those uh, poor retailers. I remember, um, Anthony, this is for you. You too, Jungle. Because um, Jungle and I used to drink a lot of beer together. Okay. With Wags and Schulte. Uh, oh, welcome. We were Wags, Schulte, and I, and Hafer, and Jungle were in the same fraternity or I drinking see. club. Anyway, um, the Christmases of the past, <clears throat> they, I remember in Prairie Sheen, there were at one time three hardware stores. Two men's clothing stores, three lady stores, two shoe stores, two bakeries, two grocery stores, a furniture store, one, two, three, four, five restaurants, two barbershops. This is all in a town of 5,500 people in the downtown okay. area. And that's not including the historical uh, Chamber of Commerce building, nightclubs, banks insurance companies it was a very busy time uh you know back in in the in this well from i want to say maybe 2005 going backwards it just started to uh, you know it was a great time a lot of activity people walking in the streets now you hardly see anybody Which, you know, it, it, it's too bad. Oh, and drugstores. I think there, I know there were two drugstores. <laughs> That's, describing a store as a drugstore still catches me by surprise because uh, in England we call, we call those a chemist, a chemist store. I guess a pharmacy. Uh, right, but, but everyone over here calls them a drugstore. Yep. Uh, which, which is hilarious because to us in, in from my background, if you talk about drugs, that automatically means you know bad drugs, bad not, not medications or things like that, or prescriptions or, or, or yeah. So a, a drugstore is like, wow, you guys do have a problem, a drug problem in this country. I know it isn't, but it, it's still, even after being here 26 years, sounds weird to me. Well, you know, it's just uh, well, we call French fries French fries. You call French fries chips. Well, 
because that's what they are. They're, they're, they're not French fries. They're much thicker and more robust. And they robust. didn't come from France, did they? Uh, nor did they come from France, no. For a while in this country, do you remember we were calling them freedom fries? I thought that yeah, was... Yeah, was that... Well, that, that, didn't, that didn't really... Or was that after 9-11? I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't catch on, though. No. I was disappointed. I kind of like freedom fries. Well, that's a catchy name. Yeah. So anyway, what does that have to do with Christmas of the past, present, or oh, future? Oh, it, it didn't. Hey, we'll Sorry. talk about Christmas of the present and future. If you want to keep us on, tr- if you want to keep us really, really on track, we should have invited Pastor Jim. Well, I, you know, he's not here, so I guess I have to. Somebody's got to take that role. Well, um, usually it's not you. I uh, know. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> I'm uh, dear listener, this is a Christmas shotgun. miracle, right? Right here, yeah, Bill is keeping me on track. <laughs> well, no, the, the, the big Christmas tree, the the I think now probably the 40, 50 footer in front of the house that we. Mm-hmm. have thousands of lights on many thousands you know we have to have it in two outlets otherwise it'll melt the outlet uh and so i have them on timers dawn or dust timer so when the sun goes down the lights go on well only half the tree goes down or goes on because of the location of the outlets so it looks like oh looks like half of those light bulbs are burnt out but then we fool everybody in about two minutes later, three minutes, maybe the rest of the tree gets lit. But it didn't take us that long to, to fix it up this year. Well, you did a pretty thorough job last year, so it was oh, yeah. more just kind of filling in a few gaps. Yep. It does look very nice. And I hope it lasts for several Christmas to the future. Not that I don't like going up on the boom truck, because that's kind of fun. <laughs> yes, although I do worry about you. I'm in a harness. I know. I still worry about you. But you know what? The last time we used a harness this year, I had to get out, jump back in, and we forgot to clip the harness to the, to this the is harness why, holder. This is so why I, didn't I worry have a, about I had you, a yes. harness on, but it was... Not attached, yes. Yeah. That's the really useful. The feds would not have liked that. No. As they say, it's about as useful as a screen door on a submarine. You're right. Unless you have... What is that? There's a product that you can put on screen doors. There's this guy, he uh, he puts this plastic on a mesh boat, lets it dry, and then he floats in it. Huh. I have I have not seen that uh, commercial. Oh, he's a smiley guy with a lot of words. Okay. Not going to make me buy his product. Care, make careful what you say about it. guys with lots of words. Yeah. And the smile all the time. The oh, smiley. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I couldn't do that. Oh, no, no, no. I think you, you and I are, are two guys. We say what we mean and we say what we believe. Pretty much. And I believe it's going to be a nice December. You know, we have our Christmas coming up on the 19th, which is like two weeks away. And talk about ordering gifts. We. Uh, I think we finally finished up our ordering today, and we should have delivery, they say, between the 15th and 18th. Well, all but one product came early, and one Hmm. product hasn't shipped yet. So that tells me they probably have a lot of people that don't know English, or they don't want to work, or they work one day, go to lunch, and don't come back. 
think there's Maybe. a lot of that going on. They have a too good laying around in their pajamas all day, which I can't do. <laughs> I gotta. I need to talk to my daughters and see if they have any suggestions of what I can get for my wife. Oh yeah. Um, I'm much easier to buy Christmas gifts for because my my standard request now is a bar of chocolate. Because I've got so much stuff that unless I actually need something like that heavy hoodie that uh, hasn't arrived yet. Uh, <laughs> but unless I actually need something, it's like, you know what? I spend more time sorting through my my stuff and throwing out junk. I don't, I don't need... I'm very blessed like that. I mean, you know, that's a lovely problem to have. I don't need more stuff. Well, Pastor, maybe you should get into fishing or biking. Because I told my son, just get me some fishing lures. I'll just throw them in the tackle box and when I go fishing, I don't have any lures. Just go out and, you know, when I fish, I'm there. I'm fishing when I'm there. I don't even have to get anything wet. But it's fun right. just to see how close and accurate I can get to a certain point. In fact, I, I was talking to you so smart about sitting on my deck and putting out a, a circle somewhere on the lawn or a couple of them and trying to cast and hit those. I never did that yet. But maybe Oh, was, you retired guys. Oh, we just have just so many things we can do and play games and, and stuff, and we even put up light fixtures. Did you see me yesterday putting up the light fixtures in front of the house? I did not. Brand new light fixtures. I kind of was, was chilling inside. Oh. Taking a nap, maybe? I don't think I ended up taking a nap yesterday. I took one today. But, uh, I don't think I did that. I'm trying to think of what I did do today. Well, I, I have lots of things I enjoy doing. I, I thoroughly enjoy our podcast, and then, I, of course, I do the engineering part. And oh, yeah. Um, get that all prepped and, and uploaded. And then... And then the sermon. So I've just switched. Uh, I was having some trouble with some of the recording aspects of the sermon. Uh, was using variable frame rate, which causes difficulties when you're trying to prep it to upload to things like uh, YouTube or Facebook. So I used to upload to Facebook. I switched to uploading to YouTube, which has made some things easier and other things less easy. Uh, but I got a so I'm I'm always learning something. So I'm learning how to do that. I uh, yeah, but that's because you're geeky. I am I am geeky. I am geeky. Uh, so I finished writing up a blog post about a new programming language that I'm learning. So I pu published that on Saturday. Uh, I was helping my I had to provide technical support to my daughter because her email just suddenly stopped working. Emily so I had to Emily, yes, okay. I had to help her get her email working again. So that was interesting. Um, I had to send an email to uh, I actually sent it to the city assessor. So this is interesting. It's nothing to do with Christmas, but yeah. Uh, hopefully December. I can, uh, well, I'm doing it in December, so that's okay. my excuse. I guess it's December of the present. Yeah. And uh, like... So we, we got a a letter from the Dodgeville Police Department of the church. Um, they are they were reviewing uh, security 
procedures for you know, critical incidents. And there are certain types of buildings where critical incidents are deemed to be more likely to happen, including and one of those categories of churches. And you know what? I can attest to that because I was usher twice when people fainted and I thought they were having heart attacks, so we had to call the ambulance. Yeah, that's more EMT. This is, I think they're, uh, from the police perspective, they were thinking, what if we had an active shooter situation or something like that? Oh, yeah. So their, their letter asked, do, do you have any plans or blueprints or, or whatever for for your facility? And I'm like, no, this, this building is nearly 150 years old. I don't. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what? It's so funny at that, as you're talking that, I just thought back 150 years ago, so we're talking 1870, yeah. people would walk in with guns. Yes, and not cause trouble. <laughs> so you wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah, they, they wouldn't. If there was an active shooter, everybody else in the church would just shoot them. He'd be a goner. Yes. <laughs> uh, sadly, uh, that that's not currently the case. No. Um, so I figured I would uh, contact the city hall and inquire if they had any information about you know, any plans of the church in any of their files uh, otherwise I'm going to have to sit down and draw something by hand you know what you ask your dad he probably has it in, in his mind what you do uh, he's a veteran uh, true no we don't need to come up with a plan but uh, a not a plan of action this is a, a floor plan oh an evacuation plan uh, well a floor plan so that they would know oh how to come know, in where where the entry and exit points are, oh, what yeah. was inside, so that if they had to clear the building in in the pursuit of an active shooter, they would know how much of the building there was and what they were dealing with. So, um, so I had to I had to pop off an email and request that. So hopefully Monday morning, someone will get that and go oh, and reply back with. Either we've got nothing, you're on your own, buddy, or oh, I went and looked in the archives and this is what I came up with. Or just say, hey, I will meet you there and then you can draw it up. Well, I'll, what I, my offer, when I replied to the, I sent an email to the police and said, uh, I'll contact City Hall and see if they've got anything. Otherwise, um, yeah, I'm just going to have to do something by hand, draw it up neatly, um, and... You know, one of you is welcome to come over and review it whilst actually walking through the building. Yeah. So, so you go, that was a little excitement for me. I haven't had any excitement. Well. Which is nice. I'm too old for excitement. Okay. Actually, my excitement was putting up the lights. I called an electrician. He said it would be out two weeks. And he's a good buddy of mine. And... I don't expect him to sneak in because he'd have to put it together. It took me, I think, from A to Z, probably four hours. I had to assemble it and then I'll put it up. Then I had to take it down because I screwed it up. Then I put it up again and take it down again because I had to do a little adjusting. That was the first one, first lamp. And then once that was up and set, ready to go, the second one took like 15 minutes, if that. And that's, right. you know, climbing up and down the ladder. That's dropping the screws. 
Oh man. And, and it was, yeah, you know, it was cold. It was like 32, 31 degrees. And you can't, I can't, I can't, you know, do electrical work. And I don't think anybody can with gloves on. So my fingers were cold and they were numb. And do I have to screw or not? My fingertips would say to me, and no, we don't because it would ended up falling and then bouncing around a little bit. Luckily, the cracks in the front porch deck are not large enough for the screw head to fall through. But I had a big pouch on my sweatshirt, so I put a lot of tools in there oh, okay. and a lot of yep. screws. But then, you know, as your fingers get numb, you start reaching in. Well, what is this? What is that? Because you can't, you know, see. I'm on the second top rung of the step ladder. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Balancing myself with one hand on the ceiling. Okay. Making sure I don't <laughs> fall. But anyway, the project is up. I have them even. I have them facing the right way. And they Very look good. nice. I do this every, I think the last time I did it was maybe 27 years ago. Oh. So if I do it once every 27 years, I'm okay. That's not too bad. No, not at all. But I did put up, I think, three light fixtures in my daughter and son-in-law Dave and Kelsey's house. Okay. With Anthony's help. He just stood there and looked at me and just kind of shook his head and asked me if I knew what I was doing. I says, nope, but if it's wrong, we'll take it down and do it again. <laughs> Which is what I had to do, you know. I'm, I'm not an electrician. But I saved myself quite a bit of money. And they look nice. And then... Uh, you know, the garland we have in front of the house, along mm -hmm. the porch, the lights went out. Oh, so no. I had to replace a strand. But it wasn't that cold. But again, you know, when you're on the second top rung, you have to go about every three feet, get down, and move the ladder. So I'm reaching yeah. 18 inches one direction, 18 inches the other direction. Come down, move it over three feet, and then do the same thing over again. But it does look nice. In fact, while we were sitting here talking, I noticed people driving by and stopping and looking at the big tree, which is it makes me feel good. Oh, it's it's a lovely, lovely tree. So yeah, it's very pleasant. It always is a, a lovely lead up to uh, to Christmas. I know. I hate to um, turn the lights out. We always need to get it done the weekend before Christmas because that's or excuse me before Thanksgiving because that's when we have our Thanksgiving right at 512 West Fountain Street and the grandkids are here and of course you have a four-year-old grandson and a six-year-old daughter they think it's the coolest thing and the <laughs> four-year-old grandson just runs around a tree and yells big Christmas tree big Christmas tree until he <laughs> he thinks he's worn out and gets a puff and then about 30 second rest and he runs around again a little a little yes. more and says the same thing. <laughs> that reminds me, we, we took Peter on a walk because, of course, while we've been doing virtual school, we have to make sure they do certain things. So they have like three PE activities a week. And so we've been taking him on walks. So we take him on three long walks each week. And uh, 
uh, we took him on a we've been going to various places we went over to uh, now this is Christmas re- related we went over to Christmas Merry Christmas present. Hill in Mineral Point oh oh where they uh, down by Pendar or over across yep, from Pendarvis yep, yep <laughs> where they found that first lead mine yeah yep, yep. so so see notice how I slipped in some That's some Christmas, Christmas of, the there. Pa- of the past yes. combined with Christmas of the present yes so uh yeah, he, he stopped at one point. I gotta take a rest. So he stops for. Oh, he no, he'd been telling us that. Uh, oh, I'm not even tired yet because he's trying to talk us into going to the park and playing on the the park equipment and the slides and stuff after our walk. And so, okay, if you got energy left, so he's like, oh, I'm not even tired yet. And then about two minutes later, he's like, I gotta take a break. <laughs> And he hops and puffs a little bit. Yeah. Like every little kid. I bet you you did that too in Christmas as a past. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. You know, I look at this fire and we have our nice coats on and boots, and I'm thinking, Valley Forge. Those guys never had shoes, they had their feet wrapped in gunny sacks. Oh, my. That would be a bit cold. Yeah. No, I got my uh, I got my big safety boots on. They're not particularly thermal, but they they do a pretty good job of keeping my feet warm. I got some smart wools on and some uh, some clogs, some line clogs, which I love. I have, I keep them by the door in case they have to run out somewhere. And as I get older, it's it's tough to bend over and, but not not that bad. And tie shoes. Maybe I just don't like to take. What you what I do with my boots here? Let me turn my little lights on to show. Well, when I'm when I'm driving, I do. But if I'm just popping over to see you or something, then yeah, I just treat these work boots as slip-ons. You know, talk about Christmas of the past. When I used to coach seventh grade basketball, that was always during. It would start in September, October, November. Oh, no, excuse me, it'd start in October, okay. go through November, December, and there would be kids playing basketball with shoes, basketball shoes, not laced, not tied. And I would say, ref, timeout, equipment issue here. So I'd have to go out of the court, and I would literally tie them oh, wow. for the kid. This is how you tie your shoes. And do you think they'd be embarrassed? Absolutely not. And the re- officials are standing there looking at me, hands on their hips, looking at the kid going back and forth and just shaking their heads. I said, this is how you have your shoes. So do I have to do this before every game? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, well, you, after that. So for the record, I do know how to tie my shoes. But... Well, I'm glad. You're a big enough boy, you should. Uh, yes. I'm going to get a couple more logs here for Valley Forge. Okay. <laughs> well, now I need my big tweezers. All right. You know, last year at this time, Christmas of the past, we had snow on the ground. Did we? I lose track. Yes. Because I know when Lisa and I went to get our Christmas tree last year. We were in the snow and we dragged the tree back after we had cut it down. We go to the same spot every year. 
well, for the, for the last four years. Nice trees, and what we do is we walk to the furthest end of the Christmas tree lot. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot of people, they don't like to walk that far. So we go that That's far. That's true. And look at the, those are where you find the nicest trees. I think we went to somewhere on the outskirts of Platteville last time. Because then we, we stopped in at the uh, one of the coffee shops in Platteville for hot chocolate after our... Uh, so you cut your own tree? We did last year. This year I think we're... Because uh, it's just going to be such a, a small amount of us, we're probably just going to put the artificial one up. Okay. Um, because and not even because we're worried about the cat, because she was actually very good last year. She didn't... Uh, didn't attempt to destroy it, but she seemed fairly disinterested in it. Yeah. Well, I tell you, with this virus thing, we're not going to have the people from Lansing coming, which is which is hard. It's hard on us. I'm sure it's hard on them. Uh, you know, little little Edwin, he's cancer-free now and uh, much more active. Much more. We FaceTimed today with them, and uh, he was smiling and waving, and of course, it uh, a little guy that's not quite two years old, he starts to reach for the camera and thinks he can get us. <laughs> so after we have our Christmas, <clears throat> we're going uh, is- to er, isolate ourselves for two weeks, and then hopefully the trend is down, and then uh, head over to Lansing okay. and take them some of their Christmas gifts. We're going to send some. I don't know if Lisa's wrapping as we speak or not, but... We want to get some out tomorrow or Tuesday in the mail. Mm. Probably three-day guarantee it, just to make sure they get them. Right. But you know, what a what a year! What a year! And it's not over yet. No, it's not. What are we at? The six today, thirty-one days. I don't even know if you can even count today anymore, so that leaves us 25. Three and a half weeks. <clears throat> yep. Slightly over. Anyway, what else is happening here? Talked about me putting up lights out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> yes. You driving bus and looking forward to it, that, that'll be fun for you. Get out and see those kids. I'm sure they're going to be happy to see you. Well, I hope so. Or just happy to get back into school. Yes. Uh, I th- Peter claims he's not looking forward to going back to school. He loves the virtual stuff. He He's just... He took two computers like a duck to water. But really? I've, yeah, I have no idea where he would get that from. Oh, I have I no idea either. how he came about that. No, no, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Uh, what do you he, think he, he loves the virtual party. He has his, you know, they get a Chromebook from school that uh-huh. uh, that they use that's assigned to them. It's not, you know, not given to them, but, but they have exclusive use of it. And so he's, oh man, he's already, he learned how to change the background on his, uh, on his desktop. He, he's, he knows, uh, you know, how to get in and out of all of his uh, virtual classes, and 
you know, there's different there's different classes for different topics, and they have a morning meeting, and then they have a math class, and they have a uh, a reading class, and he, he goes in and out of all of these. The only thing we have to do is remind him, okay, it's time to time to go to that class now, and then he'll he'll just does everything and gets in. And so was so. he in second grade? First grade. First grade. First grade. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's the same as Lily. So we we kept him back a, a year. <clears throat> Because uh, he's a summer birthday, and so the school told to us, and went, "Well, well, would you would you like to uh, have him go into first grade or repeat kindergarten?" So uh, he yeah. he did a he repeated a pre pre K and then went into into kindergarten. So uh, he so he did the the pre K over at uh, Grace Lutheran twice. Oh, but you know what? And there's nothing wrong with that. No, and and we've we've heard from many people that, you know what, uh, it's beneficial if the child goes through their school year as one of the older ones in the year because yep. then they're more mature. So he's a very mature first grader. Yep. Um, I, with it being an October birthday baby, also was one of not the oldest, but one of the older ones in in all of my classes, and so. Uh, whether it's mature or not, it's a separate conversation, but but it, apparently it did, it did help. Well, back in the day, I was one of the youngest and probably more immature, which I still am. Being 67, I think I'm still a uh, very immature 67-year-old. We all are. All, all us guys have a, an inner 13-year-old boy. I think I've regressed since I've... Uh, Oh, okay. Got out of the, the business. <laughs> okay. Well, mine's thirteen. I'm, uh, I won't ask you how old you think yours is. <laughs> and, uh, oh no, we have clouds number. No, uh, no stars. We got what cloudy happened? on it. Yeah. All of a sudden. Ah. It didn't come from our bonfire. No. No. Well. All right then. Okay. Sorry. Back back to Christmas of the yes. past, present, and future. You know, some of my hardest Christmases, uh, I had two of them. Once, one when I was in college, when my uh, buddy Hafer's mother passed away, it was right at the end of finals. Mm. And I believe her funeral was on the 22nd of December, and then oh. when my mother passed away, and her funeral was the same day. One was in 73, and uh, my mother's was uh, 2009. You know, that's, it seemed like Christmas got robbed those two years. But I guess, you know, when people go that you think a lot of, it it hurts and it doesn't seem like Christmas. Right. But anyway, uh, you know, we've gotten over that. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing grandchildren having fun. On Christmas Eve this year, since we're not doing our Minnesota pilgrimage, we're going to Cedarburg. Okay. And we're going to be attend. We're going to have a nice lunch or bigger lunch dinner combination. Then go to church at three o'clock. Dave and Kelsey and Kendrick and and uh, Lily and Theodore and Kendrick's wife Jenny are going to go to service at three o'clock. Then go back to their place for a little bit. And then we're going to head back here. <clears throat> Kendrick's uh, tradition is he and Jenny, they you know pull out the Santa gifts, which is a smaller gift. They always have 
the bigger gifts from mom and dad and just a little bitty thing from Santa Claus. Mm. And uh, and they still believe since they're Lily's in first grade and Theodore, well, he, Theodore's four. So they want to get them to bed by 7.30 and we're thinking, okay, if we leave at maybe 6, you read them a story, maybe leave at 6.30 and then uh, help them get their pajamas on and then then go because we'll see them the weekend before. Right. Before Christmas here. Yeah, okay. So that'll be kind of fun. And we figure at uh, being on the eastern time of the central time zone the sun will be down and the lights will be on so it'll be kind of a fun trip from the church to home kids will be excited yes speaking of lights being on um, one of the kind of tradition that we do we go and see the the lights in at uh, Olin Park Oh yeah, yeah. We used to do that too. Yeah, the uh, the girls used to really love that when they were smaller, and Peter loves it now. The girls still enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, so that's that's a fun thing to do. Go and drive around, see all those uh, wonderful illuminations. Uh, that's that's something we we do try to do. Hopefully, that will still be going this year. I haven't heard yay or nay about it but uh, well I can't believe that it wouldn't be I, I imagine that would be fairly uh, you know, everyone's in their everyone stays in their cars well, while, that, they're, while they're driving slowly around so it should be social distance enough the only non-social distance would be the people <coughs> put it up right right and they can just hold their breath yeah, that, yeah that's true yeah so hopefully that'll that'll still be on and we'll uh, we'll go in and see that that normally starts up like middle of December so it might have another week before we go to that but then uh, I think it runs through like New Year or maybe maybe a day or two after <laughs> I got a good one for you um, Lisa and I one year went to the Overture Center downtown Madison okay mm-hmm. and we saw the Christmas Carol and so we took Kendrick and Christy and Kelsey and Watch, we get like row two of a theater in the round. So it was like a U-shaped oh, theater. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. and we're right, row two. And there was one portion at the beginning of the play where Scrooge is like six feet from me. And I'm looking at this guy, and he's looking at me. And it's the guy that sells me light bulbs. It's Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> He looked at me and started to smile, and I looked at him and started to smile, and then I said to Lisa, that, I can't even remember his name because it was 25 years ago, and I said, that's so-and-so, our light bulb salesman, and my daughter heard that and said, she said to me, Christy said, Dad, can we get his autograph after this show? I said, oh yeah, he'd love it. <laughs> so oh, we took the time off and we did that, and then we saw the Electric Light Orchestra twice. Okay. And I... That's my probably my favorite favorite Christmas album. Well, when you know when we were talking about albums, I should have mentioned yes, that one. I just kind of just went yes. over my head. That's okay. That's that, okay. We we can we can uh, we can revisit that. Uh, Pastor Jim would uh, would thoroughly approve of you saying something nice about ELO. He and I are both ELO fans, and apparently so are you if you've seen them twice. Yes. Yes. But see, you guys are a lot younger too. Uh, well, he's he's the youngest of all. He's the baby. 
the baby. Yeah. What is he in his forties? Yeah. Oh my god. I think gosh. he's like ten years younger than me. Oh man. I'm ready for the grave. These, these young pups. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> he's young enough to be my son. We're, we're missing you, Jim. Wish you were here. Yeah, Jim. Sonny. <laughs> you know, you got a new nickname, Pastor. Uh, Pastor Jim. Pastor Simon's like little brother. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I've been called worse. Far worse. I know you have. We've talked uh, about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Christmas. Um, a couple of years ago, I want to say three now, we took... Was that when I was the family, retiring? Uh, because that was... One, maybe. Two. We... We took Peter into, well, and the whole family went into the Overture Center to watch uh, the Nutcracker Suite. And it was wonderful. I uh, thought it was very well done, thoroughly enjoyed it. But Peter was just captivated. He just, I was worried that we might have to, I, I may have to... Uh, keep him occupied and, and try hard to keep him quiet but he was just on the edge of his seat watching everything just soaking it all in and loved it good for he him absolutely he's loving the arts it. you know funny uh, you should yeah. say that well i mean it, it's fun music some of it's really yeah. up tempo the uh some of the the dancing is is it, it's not you know some some ballet is a little bit you know the nutcracker suite less dynamic, the, yeah. but the nut, the nutcracker is pretty good. There's lots of fun things going on. Yeah, and it's like our podcast because it's this like a shot can approach at everything. You got there, rats, you got a, yeah, candy canes, flowers, flowers, sold toy soldiers. Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, Lily was just in the nutcracker suite last weekend. Oh, okay, or this this last weekend she did it Friday night. She was a rat, she was a candy cane, and she was. Was she a flower? Uh, no, she was something, okay. a peppermint girl or something. Oh, okay. All right. So there Very we are. Very good, then. And, and they picked, they singled her out as being the most advanced rat. And at the end, the rat takes the nutcracker and runs behind the stage. And then the girl wakes up. Well, that was out of Lily's wheelhouse, being first grade, six years old. She didn't think she could do it, or she felt uncomfortable doing it because it was like, Lily, do this. And she didn't want to do it. Okay. So we saw it virtually. Well, very good then. Yes, and the, and uh, Jenny. Yeah, so the Nutcracker is fun. I I like that one. It's there's some beautiful, beautiful music in it. Yeah. I'm not, uh, you know, a lot of ballet and stuff. I'm more more country western and old rock and roll kind of guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. My my wife uh, is. She's still, even after as long as we've been married, about 24 years now, and we've known each other for two and a half more than that, uh, she's still amazed at my eclectic taste in music. So it doesn't surprise her. I mean, she'll wander past, I'm listening to some heavy metal, and then she'll wander past, and I'm listening to some ballet, and she, she just, yeah. She's like, okay, she that's, the way, that's the way he is. Yep, yep, he's all <laughs> so. over the charts. All right, you know what? I'm going to have to move that log and get another one so you can sing a song or something. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't recommend that, uh, by the right. way. Well, don't you know any Christmas songs? 
not I, not many. All right. Or at least not that I can remember the the lyrics of. Uh, there's the uh, the old schoolboy one. We three kings of Orient are. Uh, one in a taxi, one in a car, one on his scooter, blowing his hooter, following yonder star. Oh. But I don't know that that's awfully liturgical. It's not. No. We won't, we'll keep that a secret. Okay. We won't tell Pastor Jim. Well, he... Does he sing it he, too? I No, no, but he listens, so he's going to know now. Well, he, so. he hasn't listened yet. I mean... Well, that's yet, true. Yet, now, I mean... Now, yet, I mean, like, tonight. So anything goes... There. I think one more. Oh, that's a nice pyramid, don't you think? It's pretty good. It's looking nice. I had that started at the halftime of the Packer game. <clears throat> I do remember one Christmas of the past. We were up in Minnesota going to a service Christmas Eve, and the Vikings were playing the Packers, I believe, in Minnesota. And to be very blunt and short about it, my son was watching the Packer game in one of the lounges with the wise guys, or wise men, <laughs> for the Christmas pageant for that night. So then he came in and said, they had the Packers won. And I watched it with the wise men, and they were all Viking fans. <laughs> they weren't real happy. <laughs> And I think he was probably in middle school then. Maybe a freshman in high school. Okay. <laughs> but it always seems like the Packers play the Vikings towards the end. But now they're done with them this year. And they split. But they have a comfortable, I think, three-game lead. Really? Okay. Yes. Sorry, Jim. I, I I hope the Bears do better next year. I think they're they're below 500. The furnace is on in the house. I hear that. You hear the roar of the fire. Thinking of Christmas of the future. The roar of the grease paint. The smell of the crowd. Yes. Isn't that it? Whatever you, is that what they say in England? No. Um, okay, Christmas things. Now, I don't know if you have these things in this country, but in England we have, uh, at this time of year, we have pantomime. You know, I was, was that when they, they have a big bonfire or something? No, that was Guy Fawkes. No. Oh. And that's November the 5th. We're, we're talking pantomime is uh, in the you know, Christmas and between Christmas time frame. So I, it doesn't, it runs for a couple of weeks. Um, Is it like the 12 days of Christmas? No, it's, it's, it's usually not something, it, it takes place at Christmas, but it's not Christmassy. It's kind of like Die Hard is a Christmas movie, even though it's not a, intended, it was never originally intended to be a Christmas movie. So it takes place at Christmas. All right. So, but, but Jim, yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but I'm not denying that. But it, it, it doesn't make a big deal out of it being Christmas. I mean, it's a Christmas party, and that's when the, 
the bad guys start doing bad things and then the, the heroes start doing good things. And they get the girl in the end? He gets the girl in the end. Oh, okay. So that, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. important. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yep, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> okay, now that we know that. Yes. Now what's that in we, the middle of that? Know that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the spoiler alert came up to the spoiler. <laughs> oh, well. Well, it happens. Die Hard's been out, what, 40 years now? So uh, I think I if know. you, I think you didn't was... know the plot of Die Hard, it's, it's your fault. Well, isn't that when Bruce Willis still had hair? <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's how old that movie is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Pantomime. Uh, so the, it's stories like uh, Peter Pan or Puss in Boots. or uh, it, it, It's just kind of classic fairy tale type things yep. but the they always take place at christmas and there's certain traditions and and there's there's singing and you know they they're fun especially for especially for children but they're still fun for uh, for I'm the adults gonna, i'm just going to take a little video here of our fire because oh, okay. i think it's really important that folks really see how we enjoy what we're doing here and uh, they need a little video of how this fire is progressed and it's just so much fun hanging out. It's probably mid-twenties where there's no wind. Right. And we have a beautiful glow. Yeah, look at those coals. Those, oh, this is just throwing out heat. It's Maybe wonderful. You, you could cook a pot of beans or I mean, you could even cook a pizza on that. <laughs> I'm gonna send these to you, so okay. you can put it on online for our folks. See, to see, see what I can, yeah, see what I can do about that. Um, I mean, this is like an well, October. Well, you, you have admin privileges. You could just post to our our page. I'll I'll, I'll blow it up or something. Okay, all right. Uh, anyway, so back to the the pantomime. So the last thing I want to say about that is that there are certain strange traditions that seem perfectly normal when you're a kid. So, for instance, the the leading male actor is always played by a lady, and the so you know Peter Pan. Oh, yeah, is, I was just going to. Is always I, a girl. I, yep, yep, yep. Uh, and there's always at least one character in drag. So if it's like Cinderella, the, uh, the 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 wicked stepmother is always a guy in drag and you know it seems perfectly normal when you're younger and you look back and you go oh that's a little strange but oh well <laughs> yeah you just let it go and yeah just, get back yeah. into the story yeah so uh, I have no idea how that tradition came about but uh, but yeah so that and then just singing and dancing and uh, no ballet but but singing and dancing and running around and all kinds of good stuff and those are amazingly popular in England and they're, you know, probably every city has some kind of theater company that puts on pantomimes over uh, over the Christmas period. Did any of them, uh, any of these actors, you know, sell light bulbs? Uh, not that I'm aware <laughs> of, no. No. So yeah, I'm, I'm not... I don't recall seeing anything in this country where anyone did a pantomime. And, and, and I'm not theatrical, so I'm not going to start the, the process. I don't know. I don't know how Americans would take to classic fairy tales told uh, with uh, old guys dressing up as, as, as women and 
in Liam Hearts and stuff. Uh, uh, not usually the the old guys dressing up as women, but the, the the young ladies dressing up as guys, they would usually be in leotard. And so, yeah. and uh, I would anyway. not want to see a young guy in a leotard. No, no, I, would, I wouldn't want to see right. any guy in a leotard. It's just like a young me. guy wearing yoga pants. That just doesn't happen. No, no. No, I promise I'll, I'll, you'll never see me in yoga pants. Well, my myself either. So those are some fun Christmas memories. Um, now, I think my wife was saying when they were younger, they would have their Christmas day get together with extended family. So they would have their personal family Christmas on the... Evening of the twenty fourth, so the the Christmas Eve. That's when they would uh, have their their personal family gift exchange, and then mm-hmm. they would go to extended family on Christmas Day. Um, we, my family, we would do the, the Christmas thing on Christmas morning. Um, for quite a lot of years, we didn't have any family nearby. And then, oh yeah, you were places like Singapore and. Right. All well, around even, the world. Even, well, right. But in in England, uh, we we didn't often live anywhere near family, so we'd go visit on you know close to Christmas weekends and things. Oh, or, sure. And then uh, <clears throat> then my mom's brother and family moved into town, and so then we would go. We would have our family Christmas on the, in the morning, and then we'd go over and visit uh, my uncle and his. His family on the afternoon go and have tea and a slice of Christmas cake because that's what civilized people do. You have uh, fruit cake or nut cake. Fruit or cake or fruit sometimes cake. fruit and nut. Oh, you know what? They do that at the Quality Bakery. You can buy fruit cake. I did not know they yes. uh, they sold fruit cake at this time of year well, or they, any time of year. This time of year. Okay. Well, may, maybe maybe I'll have to go try some. Uh, I would call is, though. Make oh, sure because okay. I know they have saffron buns. Oh, okay. Now that's a commodity that's uh, uh, expensive. Yes, saffron is more pollen? expensive. Uh, yes, it comes from. Well, it's not pollen, but it, it comes from probably the one saffron very plant? small part of tulip flowers. Mm. Uh, yes, and it's worth more than its weight in gold. Yeah. It is. It is the last I heard. Maybe something else has overtaken it. But last I heard, uh, saffron is the most expensive spice. I would not doubt that. And there are many interesting theories as to how the Cornish became one of the uh, most uh, heavyweight users of saffron, because. Nothing, you you can't grow good tulip crops in Cornwall. <laughs> so, well, you can't grow them in Mineral Point or Dodgeville. It, uh, yeah. I just kind of so, wonder so how, how do they, they figure that out? Yeah. Take the uh, stuff that falls off the plant that's yellow, put it in biscuits or buns or whatever they make. Yeah. Well, there's 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 theories that uh, the ancient Phoenicians used to. 
uh, brave the the Atlantic Ocean to go across the. Now I don't know if this is true. This is these are the stories uh, that they would go across the Mediterranean, uh, get to the end of the Mediterranean, turn right, hug the coast in good weather up to Cornwall uh, to get the tin because Cornwall mined tin uh, and has mined tin for. Uh, apparently, thousands of years. So they would go and get the tin. A lot of Christmases of the past that were necessary. Uh, quite so. That were necessary to make the alloys for uh, bronze and brass and, and things like that. And they would, as part of the trade, they would bring other things that the, the Cornish might want, and and got the Cornish uh, started on saffron spice. So whether that's true or not, I don't know. But Boy, that's, they got hooked on that. that's, that's a story. boring life. Um, boring life of flavor. Saffron is a one. You, you've eaten saffron, yeah, bites, right? and okay. it's been many years. Okay, saffron is a wonderful. Well, they, they okay. They have lots of other flavors as well, uh, but uh, saffron is. Yeah, I think Cornwall is one of the heaviest users of saffron in the world. I'm sure it's not the only user, but there's saffron in many many Cornish things. You know, I have to tell you, this came to mind earlier today when I was thinking about what are we going to talk about tonight besides a lot of bizarre different things. Because we would never do that. Oh, absolutely not. Christmas of the past, we would always do a midnight mass. I used to be Roman Catholic. And when I was in seventh grade, my buddy Tim White and I and all the eighth grade altar boys would dress up in white cassocks with a red cape on and we would sit and watch as if we were like cardinals or some kind of uh, hierarchy of the Catholic (laughs) Church and the reason you know the eighth graders are of course the senior altar boys or knights of the knights of the altar or whatever you want to call them we were called several different things And it was my buddy Tim White and I, and we figured the only reason that Tim and I are there is because our grandparents and great-uncles donated a lot to the church. So they figured they'd better have us there to to average, because they they needed so many, and they were a little bit short on the eighth-grade boys. So we were there. I see. So it was a pretty special time. And then they didn't do it the next year, but I was in eighth grade. So I was glad I had Mm -hmm. an opportunity to do it when I was uh, in seventh grade. Then I think they had high school boys as altar boys. I don't remember if I ever served a midnight mass. Can't remember. But anyway, uh, I do remember we'd do the midnight mass, then we'd go to my grandparents and have breakfast and get home and go to sleep, and then, of course, get up and open gifts. But that was, it was pretty... um, a pretty cool thing that when you know when you're in seventh grade at midnight, and of course the adult choir would sing beforehand, and we'd pro- I don't know if we carried candles or what, but we walked in in a very reverent manner, hung around and sat down and did the whole mass thing. It was pretty cool, pretty cool for someone that was 12 years old. Our fire just shifted. It did. I had to keep an eye on it during the Packer game. It was a disturbance in the force. Yes. 
What an earthquake. That was a movie reference for our good friend Jim, who uh, is ignoring us right now, but that's okay. (laughs) Jimmy's still there. (laughs) I hope we won't get mad because we didn't invite you, but this is kind of the spur of the moment thing. Beautiful weather. We're going to have to, hopefully... A few stars are coming back out. Oh, the clouds are moving. Yep, yeah. we got some. Hopefully next weekend we can do the same thing. So you're preaching next Sunday, correct, though? That is correct, yes. All right, so you won't be up for Saturday night. We could do uh, maybe Friday night. Pro- you know, next Saturday is the Army-Navy game. Oh, okay. And I've always wanted to watch that. I forgot about it last year. I was doing something else. Something happened. But this year, I'm going to watch the Army-Navy game, 3 o'clock Central Time at West Point. That's on the Saturday? Yes. I wonder if that would be on uh, Are you a geek? YouTube you or something. It. Yeah. It's uh, the see if, see if I can Army find Black it Knights. Oh, okay. Don't Navy usually win? You know, Army has come back. I remember one time, I think it was during World War II, our, the Come Army... Come back, that's, that's a, like a, a subtle admission that Navy usually wins, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. And this is Christmas of the past also. <laughs> they had several Heisman Trophy winners from Army because it was during, you know, like 41, 42, 43, and they would get the best a- and smartest athletes. Wow. Very good then. Well, I think we have probably... Not exhausted all the the words that we could say, but we've probably run long enough. Yes. So, how about we wrap this up? Because I'll need to uh, do some initial editing. I'll probably finish the editing in the morning after my bus route, and then uh, put it live. Well, folks, it's been a pleasure. It's a beautiful, beautiful December in Dodgeville, Wisconsin, in front of a beautiful fire, and I hope next week we do the same thing. After yes, the Army Navy game maybe, on uh, Sunday, uh, or maybe even Friday evening. We'll, we'll we'll see how the how the weather goes. Yes. Oh, and by the way, the Christmas the forty five fifty foot Christmas tree in the front of my yard probably has seven to eight, maybe even ten thousand lights on it. It's quite a few. I will I, take a picture, and yeah, I might. maybe not this week, but next week we'll put it online. Okay. That sounds good. So, dear listener, uh, do we have enough so we can say listeners yet? I, mean, you're I think so. I think we've got more than two. Jungle, you say? Jungle Jim. Yeah, yes. Jim so well, welcome to the podcast, uh, Jungle. And uh, So they would say in the uh, uh, Sound of Music, Avedar Zane, good night.